Hey guys, this is Table Talks with Atares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. I'm MJ. I'm Ash. Today we're talking about food and all the things about it. And our first bite on our honeymoon. And the cultural differences and the different approaches we have to food. That's right. What else did we talk about? We talked about pigs on sticks. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about overeating and seeing food as fuel. But basically, this is just an observation that you and I have had to unpack. Right. Because we're bringing different things to the table. Right. Different cultural things to the table. Right. And so today we specifically talk about what that means in the context of food. So that's all I got, babe. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> so story time. Context first. You want to drive right into it? Me tell it? No, I mean... Yeah, let's, I mean, let's go for it. All right. So you and I, we're freshly married and we're at our honeymoon and we're like having a good time. I'm making you brunches in the morning. I have every meal thought out in terms of like what I want us to do. And and we also got, I remember we got that spreadsheet of recommendations. For, That's right. Right. So yeah, we had this list of recommendations. And we come to the last day of our honeymoon. Let me just say we had eaten a lot of food up until I had eaten probably the most food I've ever consumed in <laughs> one week. <laughs> and we're on our way to this last really nice restaurant. And, and, and I'm excited. This is, yeah, this was like the thing that was really recommended for us. It was like the climax of our trip. We had gotten a gift card to use at this restaurant. Right. But we didn't know until we got there. It was like on the way there. Yeah. 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 And so, but on the way there, meanwhile, too, I'm like really excited for this place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And this is in, this is this restaurant called The Peddler. Mm-hmm. And we're, so we're so excited. All dressed up. All dressed up. And you're crying. <laughs> and I was crying. Yeah. So tell me why. Why were you in tears, love? <laughs> I just remember you look over at me and you were so just. I mean, you had literally no idea why I was mm-hmm. crying. And I was <laughs> like, I'm literally not even hungry right now. Right. We have consumed so much food. I right. And this was like this nice steakhouse. Super nice. Fanciest restaurant I've ever been to. Yeah. And I'm crying my eyes out because yeah. I'm not even hungry right. on this. And I was like so excited to go to this place. And I'm like, I am literally not going to be able to get. Like I was thinking, you know, let's get the three course meal. We have this gift card that we're just going to go all out. We're going to get everything, you know? Yeah. And now I'm like, I literally couldn't, I can eat nothing right now. You're still digesting second lunch. <laughs> so this is like one of our first altercations. <laughs> altercations. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, I mean, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. We had to like kind of wrestle through that yeah that was i think well i will say this too like you took that very personally because oh yeah you had i can't even tell right now in this conversation i can see in your eyes you're like i need to I'm be not bitter. i need to be a little bit careful about it's what only i'm saying six years ago because i know this is important to you know that i love you <laughs> and this is not an attack against you yeah um but like yeah you were like really like you were upset because you had spent all that time like planning and researching to get the great places to eat. And that was like a big, that was the big thing for mm-hmm. you, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
I just did not even regard food in the same way. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, it's food. Like we're going to eat. Like it's fine. And through the years of us being married, this is still something that we are recognizing Yeah. in terms of differences for when you're married. So, so really this is kind of back to a high level. Our observation is the differences that we see, the way we view food. Yeah. And how we relate to it like communally, mm-hmm. right? Like culturally. Right. And, you know, you coming from your background, me coming from like this Filipino communal, five people in the house cook for 10 approach to food that yeah. I've grown up yep. with came to a head very early on in our married life. Yeah, that was literally what I would call our first quote unquote fight, you know, where we yeah. were. I mean, it was conflict. Yeah. I mean, we. Yeah, I, and we were through it. You know, I ate the food. It was fine. And yeah. the conclusion was, look, 25% of what you eat is what we should be thinking oh my gosh, I should I forgot eat. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But I will say that from that time, so that was like Friday of our honeymoon mm-hmm. week, our first week together, mm-hmm. I had no idea going into marriage that, Food mm-hmm. was going to be such a prominent indicator of cultural difference for us. Mm-hmm. And literally the number one point of conflict in our relationship, not the normal things, like literally food is the thing that, yeah. that continues to come up. Where we're like, okay, let's revisit this. <laughs> yeah. Let's, what about we start with, for you, what did food look like growing up? Yeah. Culturally, you know, how was that viewed? Because... I only know what I know. Right. Growing up, both of my parents were really good cooks and they kind of, so, you know, my parents split, so I grew up in two different homes. That's Mm -hmm. when I say both, both my parents, I'm thinking like between two homes. (laughs) So like my mom cooked in my mom's household and my dad cooked in my dad's household, Mm -hmm. you know? And so for me, we just, we always had good food and we had enough food. There just wasn't a huge emphasis on it. We didn't, there wasn't as much like communal having people over all the time. So it was like just us most of the time like yeah. in the household yeah. consuming the food. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're preparing things for somebody else mm-hmm. necessarily, mm-hmm. except for like holidays, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, for me, it was more, I, I think also here culturally is maybe a little bit more like influenced by diet culture mm-hmm. and so but it's also there's like good foods and there's bad foods there's like moral right standing placed on food so for me that's like kind of growing up what i mm-hmm. how i'm thinking about food is like there's a list of good foods there's a list of bad foods don't eat the bad foods right as much as like restrict as much as possible but also like socially some of the and it's more noticeable for me because I went from one to another, right? right? And generally, this is still true to where we're at today, that you kind of just like pay for yourself. You know, you go out with a bunch of friends, mm-hmm. you pay for your own meal, right? Like it's yeah, it's pretty common. It's not unusual to, for you to just like split the bill four, five, six ways or whatever. Right, right. And, and you just like kind of go on about your day. I think the big difference like with what I was used to was that there always was, you know, we, we always had somebody over yeah, and we always cooked more than what was needed. Right. (laughs) 
So it was just like an abundance. And it wasn't it wasn't isolated to our home. Yeah. Of like what we made, but like at literally anywhere else we went to, mm-hmm. there was this like abundance approach to food. Sure. And excess, you know, people won't say that, but it's very excessive actually. Filipino events like weddings, birthdays, mm-hmm. anniversaries, mm-hmm. almost like create your own event so that there can be food. There's <laughs> almost like a reason. They almost just needed a reason to get together to make a lot of food. Yeah. And so that was like my view on food. And then on top of that too, like it was not unusual to have everybody like pitch money together to eat out sure. or have somebody pay for it all like all together, like have somebody yeah. cover the entire bill. And yeah. there was just like this, what felt to me like a communal aspect to the approach to food, which has actually recently been shattered in my mind. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, you know, we're very family friendly, family oriented. Everybody shares and they were so generous. And, you know, it wasn't until six years later of you like telling me like, hey, this is this is what's happening. I'm like, well, that's because we're just very generous as a culture. <laughs> you you were, I will say, I wish we could have recorded that conversation <laughs> because you were adamant Yeah, that it is like straight generosity. There's no ulterior and, motive. And there's even like a, there's a priding yourself in the hospitality where you bring out the best of the meals right. when you have guests over. Like, it wasn't ever explicitly stated, but you could sense that when you entered somebody else's home, they wanted to go all out for right. you. Right. And to me, you know, being the naive child that I was and growing up in this environment, it just seemed like, wow, these people are so nice in that they bring out their fine china, they cook their, yeah. you know, their best meals. Right. There's so much rice. I will say that it's not that that's not generous. I think no. there is a, it right. is driven in some part mm-hmm. by generosity. Like mm-hmm. that is so nice to make people feel so welcomed yeah. and special when they come that you would use those things. You and know? I think I translated that over into our relationship coming into it. That like the hospitality or the way that I felt special going into events yeah, or the way that I felt like I was able to just indulge in food in these gatherings <laughs> yeah. and how I felt during that. Yeah. I wanted to translate that over to how I related to you. Yeah. Right. For and sure. I feel like food is like the, if food the can love be a language. Lovely, <laughs> it's yours. Right. And yeah. so, you know, I think back to the, to our honeymoon that was like front and center of my mind was like, how can I serve you through food? Right. And it was almost like every single meal was an event, uh, an occasion to be celebrated. And so we like, I cooked breakfast for five. Right. We went all out for lunch and then we went all out for dinner and then cooked breakfast for five again. Right. And like we went through maybe, I don't know, we had like two dozen eggs for those six, seven days. Mm Mm-hmm. And just like burn through all of them. Yeah. What we've had to learn is that that experience left you feeling like I was ungrateful for the ways that you were serving me. You're right. And the way it left me feeling was that I felt 
like I was forced into something <laughs> that didn't feel right for my body. <laughs> Force fed. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, I felt like I was trying to communicate, you know, mm-hmm. this is the other piece is that Filipino culture does not waste food. And so right. I've, I felt a lot of pressure yeah. on our honeymoon. To finish every Yeah, because plate. like I was, you know, we're still in that like, oh, I want to press you, mm-hmm. you know. You're right. right. <laughs> and so I didn't want to waste food mm-hmm. with you because mm-hmm. I knew that was important to you. And so I felt obligated right. to eat all of this stuff. So I think it's important. It was important for me to recognize like what's behind this and driving this. Yeah. So that we can get to the heart of that and then actually do something with that. And we've had to like, you know, continue circling back to that over the years. Yeah. But help me differentiate between, because I've never actually asked you this, but, you know, your family's Filipino, but you also grew up in Europe. Mm-hmm. So is what you just explained an indicator specifically of Filipino culture or are there also remnants of that, of European culture where mm-hmm. you would all go out together and everybody mm-hmm. pays? Like, is that a very distinctly Filipino thing or is that also like a European thing? Yeah, it's um, probably more Filipino than it is Austrian. Okay. And I think there were very few contexts where I was like in a pure Austrian okay, yeah. environment. I guess that makes sense. And yeah. and what I even mean by that is it's even hard to define that because Vienna in, in and of itself is very, there's just a lot of cultures there. Sure. And so there are just like cultural differences you know, like in my high school, mm-hmm. my graduating class of 15, there were 12 countries represented. Yeah. So there's just like a lot of cultures. Sure. And so what I'm talking about is very much more so the Filipino Filipino. side of things. Okay. And any extension of that too, like the Filipino church, friends that are Filipinos, any Filipino context, you know, there's these big events for when a girl turns 18 mm-hmm. and then there's also like weddings and birthdays where is there one for a guy there is it's not as popular okay or common okay um but it's for whatever reasons for him when he's 21 instead of 18 okay um, <laughs> takes you know longer for men to mature <laughs> i guess it's like rite of passage to manhood or, okay. or womanhood. interesting yeah. and so yeah there was all these just events where they would literally rent out a hall wow have catering have your lech on, you know, literally like a pig on a stick. Okay. I was going to say, and, and that is All right. just for those who don't know. Yeah. It's like the whole pig on a stick roasted. Yeah. And then the dedicated just dude that chops up this pig. Yeah. And it was a massive meal, just massive amounts of food and, you know, not uncommon for everybody to bring food to a certain event or right. for the event to be catered. And it's just this huge thing. Yep. And then. And so, yeah, that was the common context for us. Yeah. That's very different from how I get it. Exactly. <laughs> I think a general Western culture is a lot more private too. Mm-hmm. Like they stay in their own houses, you know, like mm-hmm. they have fences, like, you know, yeah. like you, you're not having all of those communal kind of occasions, except good fences maybe make for, good neighbors. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> except maybe around holidays, you know. Right. Um, and even at that, not even like neighbor to neighbor. Right. It's like I think within I th- your close family friends. I think what's driving that too is just the more individualistic yep. 
Absolutely. Context versus yeah. the more communal. Sure. I think the other thing is too, like in Filipino culture, what I have seen is it is hospitable. It's not so yeah. that it's not. For but sure. I think we'll talk about the incongruence. But what I do want to mention is the other th- difference I think that I've noticed is that like in Filipino culture, they, they very much provide everything. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm inviting you over, I'm providing everything. Right. And here it's like, if you invite people over, they're like, oh, what can I bring? What can I bring? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just, there's differences in that mindset of hospitality. Right. And and yet there will be contexts where, you know, there's exceptions to rule or on on both sides. Sure. Right. But generally I I would agree that 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 tends to happen in those environments. And so, yeah, just, we have this clash, right? Yeah. And we're like learning to kind of define expectations for what it means for us as a family in the right. context of who we are today in terms of how we want to raise our kids. Mm-hmm. It's it's obviously very different in what we're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm like viciously defending the hospitality aspect and the generosity. Yeah. And Well, we had this experience where we... We're yeah, eating with another t- family together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In in Austria, right? Who who's same same context? Same kind of context. Same kind of. It's just a random dinner. Yeah. Right? It wasn't even an event. Right. Yeah. And, and I immediately started to get that same feeling of like <laughs> honeymoon vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of like, oh gosh, I'm having like PTSD here. Right. And that's where like, because the whole time. You know, I, I'm trying to be culturally sensitive and, mm-hmm. and I always, you know, have been just because, you know, I, I want to, when we're on Austria turf, you know, we play by the rules, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like eating all the food, doing all the things, you know, just mm-hmm. walking a lot, which is nice. But at this particular dinner, it was like, okay, this is, it was like, I was able to finally put to yeah. words the yeah, incongruence yeah. that I felt. Well, I think some of it was because everybody felt it <laughs> yeah because we Even were there with parent. your family yeah and i was literally like no you better eat everything because right. this is exactly what you do all right but, no, so it's the first time everybody observed it right yeah and, was like and, wow this is a lot but what was wild to me there were a couple of things that felt incongruent so the, f- the fact that like your family felt that same like oh i don't want to eat this <laughs> was like wait a minute but like this is what y- you, you guys do, do. Yeah. and so if that's like a cultural thing, mm-hmm. then wouldn't you just like go mm-hmm. with it when oh, other the people other thing are trying w- to do that to you? Yeah. You the know? other thing I want to add in Filipino context, it's not unusual when like your plate starts looking empty that people will literally like, grab more food and put it on your plate. Put it on your plate. And then you're obligated to eat it because you can't <laughs> right. waste it. No, I know how it is. Right. I know. Yeah. So I just like eat very slowly. Right. No, I know how to do it. I know yeah. how to play the game. Disperse the food are <laughs> on the plate to make <laughs> yes. it look more full. Yeah, but like, so there was an incongruence of like, okay, so mm-hmm. you guys are okay with this and the setting. And I'm saying this about, this isn't about your family. It's just like, right. if we're calling this generosity, right? Yeah. We're okay with this in the sense of I'm displaying this for you. Yeah. But when you display this for me, I get to like feel differently about that. Right. And I was like, hmm, that's the first thing. Yeah. Like, so, nah, there's so something else going on. This is where you're like, babe, uh, you guys aren't actually being generous what it actually is is pride yeah i just came out with this like i i had been thinking about right. it a lot you know and for i was like several years of our marriage I was like no freaking way there's no way 
and I was I was like so adamantly opposed to that observation you, because you were so offended that I would even suggest <laughs> that there was an ulterior motive. You're like, right. how this is this is food. This is like people. It's the kindness of their hearts. Yeah, kindness of their hearts. Like mm-hmm. how ungrateful of you right. to not receive this. Yeah, you know? and I'm like, no. So what's funny is my parents are in the U.S. You know, spending time with their grandkids here. And this is like a couple of weeks yeah. after we have this conversation. Right. And I was like, okay, you know, you're like really adamant about this. So I'll just like, let it go. And I'll just, you know, it's like, <laughs> and we kind of came to like, it's the difference between Eastern Western culture. Right. And so, and, and you were like, you're still looking at this from like a Western mindset. Cause you don't have the upbringing. <laughs> yeah. So you were like convinced that. that my thinking was like <laughs> fundamentally flawed. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe it is. <laughs> And so we're all like outside and I just bring it up to mama. I'm like, ma, we've had this discussion about the context of food. And then like also the experience we had with that family. They were just like laying out an 11 course meal. Who were so generous. Oh, we, yeah. I love that. But it just like came to like a very observable But it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. I'm like. And I was like, well, is it just that like we're just a hospitable culture and community? And because like Ashley over here <laughs> says that, you know, it's actually not just hospitality. What it actually is, is pride. And I was like, but I think that's like the dumbest observation <laughs> I've ever heard of. No, I, I'm exaggerating here. But basically, I was like, do you think it's pride at all? Or, you know, I always have seen it as somebody who's been very generous. Mama was like, no, it's absolutely pride. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. And so she went on to say, and, and help me clarify this, but like she went on to say that this is a way of expressing on the surface what seems like hospitality. Which it is. It's not that it's not. It's not that it's not, but there's also but an there's ulterior yeah. motive yeah, yeah, where yeah. there's this like desire to feel, I don't know, that that people are grateful for you or well i think i think it's status because i think in a community if you that's couldn't right. provide that's right then you were seen mm-hmm. as inferior inferior absolutely yeah, yeah. and when you're living in poverty, poverty yeah. yeah like that's a big deal like your status becomes your value and your worth and so you it's know? it's the fact that even though you are in a impoverished context the ability for you to buy the nice meal which it's kind of backwards because that's definitely not the context we grew up in in austria yeah but the filipino tradition of that carried on yeah for sure. in in the western well, co- context mindset, yeah but it's there's still like that i can have that status amongst my community yeah if i can bring out the pig on a stick on this occasion because i can lay that out for them or, or sacrifice that for them and yeah, it's it's funny because it is hospitable. There is hospitality in there. Yeah. But there's also like a, I want to be able to display this. I want to be seen as. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what made me think is this pride. Because if it was really hospitality to me mm-hmm. should benefit the receiver, right? But if I'm clearly Ooh, yeah. saying like, no, please, no. Like, I'm full. I'm giving, like, negative cues of, like, 
Mm-hmm. I've been benefited enough. And there's still right. that push and that urge to be like, no, eat more. No, do more. No, more, 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 So more, true more. hospitality would meet the need of the recipient. Right. And that's what didn't make sense to me. I was I like, gotcha. something's not, this yeah, doesn't yeah. feel right. This yeah, feels yeah. like you're not trying to take care of me now. This feels like we're now crossing it. At first it did. It felt amazing to sit here and like right. all like the plates and the silverware and like all, like this whole meal and wonderful drinks. Like all of it was amazing. But after your like third but plate of rice. But there's a moment <laughs> where it's like, okay, wait. I'm yeah. trying to say no here and you're continuing to want to like shove food literally down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that feels a little bit different to me. That yeah. doesn't feel like hospitality. That right. feels like you getting something out of being able to ha- have yeah. me see what you're able to provide for me, you know? Right. So honestly, earth shattering for me to, you know, hear from the inside, the quote unquote inside <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's actually yeah. what happens in, in that, it's just this shroudedness where, yeah, there is that crossover. Well, what, what I hear a lot is, oh, th- this is just how we grab. This is just yep. how we are. Yep. This know? is just how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hey, right. that. Yeah. <laughs> but also I'm full. Right. So f- for me, like, how can I still exhibit gratefulness in that situation? Yeah. The things I'm wrestling now with is on the flip side of that. How do I not think of every single meal as an occasion, but that it should be something that in some instances should just be considered as fuel to help you through your day? Because that mental state of like, oh, it's it's a birthday. We should celebrate. So we should eat this or, you know, it's an occasion and, you know, they really worked hard to do it. So we should eat what they cooked. And, and really thinking about like, what does this make you feel like after the meal? I mean, right. if you feel like trash, then it probably wasn't good for you or you, you crossed through this threshold that you weren't supposed to go over. And so we're like working through that today and yeah. yeah. in, in how we think about it, where we finally were able to see that oh, it's not just this like, you know, very self-sacrificial hospitality on our end and I think on the flip side too, there's a generosity aspect that we're trying to practice too. Like, right. Like you shouldn't just be completely seeing food as fuel. Like there's an aspect of it that is very communal. There's an aspect of it where um, it does bring people together. Yeah. And so like for us now, it's just finding where that line is going in and out of those rhythms where some occasions it is good to feast. Yep. And then in other occasions, or probably most meals, trying to look at food as fuel. Right. Right. And something that should make you feel better and not that you're stuffing your face full because you're seeing this is kind of the last meal you could possibly have. You know, some families, that was was the reality. Right. They went to to a birthday party because it was the last meal they could have for a while. And, you know, that was just not the context I grew up in anymore, but like that mentality probably died hard with the change in people's like contacts that they're now in Austria. There isn't as much food insecurity as there may have been for generations past in the Philippines. Yeah, for sure. So I just had this other thought love. Um, and I've never thought about it like this before, but I'm wondering if like, because another thing that was like incongruent to me that was kind of stirring all of this was that there was such an emotional response to food. Yeah. That's not something I would 
ever invest any amount of emotional anything on. Mm -hmm. Like, so coming from a culture that doesn't regard like emotional displays as important as maybe like meeting physical needs. Right. That's like one area. That's the one area where there's like overlap of this, like meeting the physical need and also feeling something emotionally from it yeah, and getting to experience that communally with your family or right. with other families. Yeah. And so that was always like a strange thing to me of like, well, there are like serious feelings regarding yeah. if I'm going to receive this or yeah. not. But it's like maybe in some cultures is the one avenue where you can't, where maybe emotions aren't regarded as highly. Mm-hmm. That's like the one area where like it's okay to feel like strongly about this because mm-hmm. this is our food, you know, this is our livelihood, this is our status, you know? Yeah, there's that. And then there's also just that you're seated in a at a table facing each other. There's a reason for you to talk together. Yeah. And it's always in the context of food, where in any other context, sitting around in a circle together without the food context would be highly awkward. Yeah. Right? And so any time you would get together it was always around the context of food because it normalized what would have otherwise have been maybe a stranger interaction Mm -hmm. to just talk and not have that food Mm -hmm. in place Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm not the best representation of that because i didn't purely grow up in the filipino context right but we definitely had remnants of it and we definitely had bits and pieces that i experienced that and I, I still love it. Like I, I still mm-hmm. love going to big, uh, you know, big <laughs> Filipino parties. And, oh yeah, you do. And it's just like, you know, you you don't eat all day if right. you can. Right. And and you just like go all out. And so so it's something that is always going to be part of you know just the upbringing that I had. But to then to have a balanced view on food. Right. Because it always ended, every single time, it always ended with like, wow, I'm so full, I could literally throw up. Mm. Um, or I'm so full, I can barely fit in these pants or, you know, something like that. <laughs> do people wear like special pants to these occasions? No, they straight up just unbutton their pants. <laughs> <laughs> and so the way you feel two hours later is always the same. So there must be something broken here. Hmm. But yet we keep coming back to it. And mm-hmm. so, again, generalization, not everybody feels that way, yeah, but it's just yeah. how there is that starkly different approach to food Yeah, in that context versus in like the more westernized setting where it was yeah. maybe, you know, seen less as a communal piece. I don't sure. know. And yeah. again, there's exceptions. You can say, well, there's this, com- you know, there's this culture over here. And, you know, that's not what I'm saying. I think what I'm saying is just that, we this clashed in that specifically yeah something that you and i have yeah. had just different ways of thinking about it that right. we've had to work through so as not to offend each other yeah unintentionally right and so that being said i think there are still aspects surrounding that and food and just mm-hmm. like the communal way of eating together and some seasons of feasting together that I do want to carry forward in our family. Right. And and do things more Filipino, you know. Right. Than maybe would be, you know, the American way of doing things. And so Exactly. There are so many things that I love that mm-hmm. are different. It's just it's different. And so I'm having to learn. Yeah, we're like unpacking that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? 
<laughs> That's all I had to say. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Table Talks with Tatares. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about, visit honors underscore dot com slash table talks to let us know. And if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend. We really appreciate your support. All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table. <laughs>